0: Hello, everybody. Welcome. Episode 329.
1: All right, back. Not a themed episode. Regular. Not a themed. Not
0: a banked. So we've got,
1: we've got a lot of movies to talk about. A lot of movies to talk about. A lot of bad movies to talk about. A
0: lot about. of bad movies you know, came out. It's a, it's it wasn't a,
1: our fault. It's, they all came out at the same time. Uh, this summer, the spring was okay,
0: but this summer has started pretty pretty poorly.
1: Yeah, you know, you figure, all right, these are going to be good, and then they're like, well, these could be good. And then a lot of them ended up being, mm, not hmm. so good. So uh, we're going to get into that, and uh, maybe we'll, you know, we'll try to find the bright side of some of these films. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to be doing um, Independence Day, the BFG. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, our guest saw Ghostbusters Ooh, a week early. We're going to talking about that. Uh, some new trailers, Jack Reacher, Keeping Up with the Joneses, and then some lovely DVD and Blu-rays, Divergent, Miracles from Heaven, Everybody Wants Some, in Green Room. So buckle up, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I want to thank everybody that came out to Podcast Movement in Chicago last week that saw the earbud screening. Uh, that was really cool. Um, it's the second time we screen it. That's a really
1: cool little uh, convention. Well, and there for, were some CFN fans there. There were some too, CFN right?
0: fans there because
1: um, it's a tech conference. It's
0: a tech conference. It's really yeah. impressive. They 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 did a great job. Um, Jared and Dan. It's, it was at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Chicago. It's a really great location. Great hotel. Um, it's all panels and and workshops and keynote speakers and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it, it was really cool. I saw you know I saw some some fans there saw some people like rob from lipson and oh, and people from av club and stuff like that so it was cool
1: so the blu-ray that i burned worked <laughs> yes great. the blu-ray Excellent. that
0: you burned worked <laughs> so congratulations
1: Chris. Yeah, yes that was 80 dollars well spent yeah though. you did it you did it
0: um so uh yeah it was cool it was it was thanks to everybody who who came out it was it was a good time
1: uh all right well it's time to introduce our guest Let's a uh, a returning guest mm-hmm. uh has his own podcast network don't always get to say that uh the frog pants network and is the one of the hosts of current geek um sword and laser and daily tech news or daily tech news show you yes almost had it ladies and gentlemen Tom Merritt. hey
2: thanks for having <laughs> me guys it's good to be back
0: How's everything going over the, at, uh, at the network?
2: Well, Scott Johnson is the head of Frog Pants Network, so I'll make mm. sure credit where credit's due. Okay. Uh, and we're also part of this community called Diamond Club, which is actually hard to explain. It's just a bunch of fans, uh, and I want to give them their credit, uh, but it's great. Like, we're doing all kinds of cool stuff. It's fun. Diamond and...
0: Club sounds like um cu- uh, like a Cufflink membership club or something yeah. like
1: that. Or it's Timeshare, something weird. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So, it? It's both and yeah. more. <laughs> You want
0: cufflinks on your yeah. great vacation, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> exactly. No, it's a, it's the the community. I, the, the name was actually created with that kind of feel in mind as nice. a joke, and then it's mm-hmm. stuck. Uh, <laughs> and the community has run with it. They've created this whole website, diamondclub.tv, that just takes all of our shows and puts them on there. And they run it. They create. They host it. They're programmers. They do. It's amazing things they do. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. No, it's so much, so much fun, and we have no control over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, even
1: better yeah that's uh that's what
0: I kind of feel like with the um la podfest attendees page on facebook and nighttime right. foam corner they're like uh, you know i'll go on there and oh this is cool and post some stuff but i kind of feel like
1: you're I, a guest here Cliff. yeah i feel like yeah. I'm the parent sneaking yeah. in on the kids party and they like, exist at the sufferance yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the members yeah like, of the foam corner
0: yeah what are you doing here <laughs> um so uh, that's awesome I love I love when just new worlds just kind of
2: create and s- spin yeah one of those weird things that only the internet could have made possible yes
1: right. that's it yeah. mm-hmm. for sure um, so uh, Tom now out of all the shows that you have over there um, what's your favorite one
2: Oh, yeah. I definitely prefer daily tech news show. Yeah. And that's why I do it daily and the others are only. (laughs) 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 Uh, No, it's really hard to pick. I I love all of them and I have great co-hosts on all of them. But I I will say that tech news was the thing I started doing in podcasting in 2005. I haven't not done a daily show about tech news since Mm -hmm. then.
1: 2005.
2: It's so, 100 yeah. hundred years ago. Is. I know, right? It is. We were all using... We used, using, uh, we used uh, stone tablets to yeah. describe yeah. the shows. Buggies oh. or delivering yeah. the shows. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> onto Palm
1: Pilots. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Newtons. Yes. Uh, so hard to support both formats. <laughs> 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 so let's start with Independence Day. Resurgence. Oh. Um, I believe I put a tweet out saying that, um, you know, this July 4th, you know, really celebrate Independence Day By staying independent from seeing this movie <laughs> uh, It was really One of those movies that I went in With very low expectations And I thought, you know what, this is, you know I is was September excited movie. to go have yeah, dumb I was fun like, yeah, this is going to be big dumb fun Neil was excited to see yeah. it, we were all like, alright You know, the first movie wasn't great But I saw it at the Man Chinese Theater At a packed house, I waited in line for it I was like, okay, kind of nostalgia Fun, big dumb fun summer movie um, Turned out just dumb yeah there was no fun in this movie it was just dumb it was uh, i don't even know where to begin with this movie except for maybe a little bit of trivia shall we yeah Um, so yeah why wasn't will smith in it uh, because fox wouldn't pay him 50 million dollars for two sequels um in retrospect bad move on fox's part yeah would he have brought the fun uh, he would definitely have brought he he, a little more fun. At least some, yeah, at least yeah. some fun.
0: He would have Will Smithed it up a little bit, and it would have been, you know, he's uh, he's in, you know, the old school Bruce Willis catchphrase kind of action hero. Yeah.
1: Fine. It, it would have even Great. added more to the nostalgia factor of right. the sequel. I, I think it was uh, he would have been worth that price tag. Uh, but what I found fascinating about it was like, oh, well, this movie looks like it was made in 1994. It was really felt like there was very little new to this movie. And I love, Other like, than the, the technology. Uh, well, th- I love the sound bites, too, of like, you know, I said, oh, we had to wait so long to make the sequel because the technology didn't exist for everything I wanted to do. And I'm looking at this movie thinking everything you wanted to do was bullshit. And actually, <laughs> it was done better in every Marvel movie for the last 10 years right. or whatever. So, um, yeah, we get it. Buildings explode. Okay. You know, there were some
0: big, there were some. Couple I I saw it at the Chinese in, in, in Laser 3D and so there was a couple fun like uses of the technology. Yes. And I was like, oh that's cool. But they did this great thing of let's introduce something like without getting into a spoiler, like all the buildings that get sucked up into the sky and then they all fall. Why? yeah you never explain some
1: weird gravity weapon and and also that they
0: never explain no. it just kind of happens and then the buildings are smashing on everything and I'd love to talk what?
1: I'd love to talk to um a physicist about this giant spaceship that covered a large part of the world that was in the exact curvature yeah. of the earth that would actually go around it and like i'd yeah, I'm not buying it. Joints? Yeah. <laughs> is it hinged, maybe? It's a um, hinged spacecraft. This is my it? favorite piece of trivia from the film. Susan Sarandon turned down the role of the president because she found the script incomprehensible.
0: It makes no sense.
1: And Susan Sarandon, God bless your decision. And you know what? You called it.
0: You called it. All you need, it, It's. I don't understand, it's not that hard to just have a thin plot and
1: a thin <laughs> story <laughs> the yeah. it's, not, it's
0: just not that hard can, can you
1: imagine going man this one had less story than the first one Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, and this is all
2: confirming uh, my good decision not to go because my wife and I were very excited. We loved the dumb fun, as you said. And it was like, it had just enough story. You know, we're sort of apologetic about loving it, but we loved it. It was a great thing to have in the background when you're cleaning the house or Uh whatever. And then we saw all the reviews and we're like, I don't, we were so excited to go to it. And then we said, I don't think we can. And we didn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very smart. It's really. Like, if you remember the first movie, some of those effects and those scenes were, like, they they blew you away. Like, mm-hmm. when all these enemy fighters are coming and, like, strafing, like, a uh, um, like the military landing zones yeah. and stuff and the runways, uh, it was really just cinematic and big and epic. And then, you know, you realize, oh, Emmerich is like Michael Bay. He's an effects director Mm -hmm. that's why he's not a film director Mm -hmm. he's a visual effects supervisor and that's Mm -hmm. literally all he is um so but this movie i mean it was like well you know all that story in the first one just slowed us down (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know uh we need to really streamline this one and just make it about an effects reel with dated effects
0: (laughs) and the first one just had very basic stuff yes will smith and vivica fox you know, they're trying to figure out their relationship, so he's got to get back to her. Everyone's just trying to find right. back to their family, back uh-huh. to their loved one, find the thing.
1: Real simple. You know what's interesting Will Smith had that no one else had in this movie? Charisma. Like, yeah. you know, he lit up the screen. Even when he punched an alien in the face, through a helmet. Right. You bought it. Right. You're Even like, he right. had dumb yeah. lines, like, I'm yeah. going to go kick E.T.'s ass. Yeah. You're like, fine, <laughs> go do it. Right.
0: I can't think of there's no line from this movie that I that stood out that I even laughed at and went oh. oh I did
1: oh there was one for oh, me okay. this is you ready yeah this is when um th- this was directed pointedly at Will Smith when clearly he did not sign on for this film uh they're looking at his picture and said oh yeah he he died in a training plane training accident or whatever it was like some mundane way to actually kill this right. character off It was like this heroic guy who saved the world in the first right. one yeah, it's just he died in a training exercise on a new plane. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The greatest pilot ever
2: that yeah, saved right. the whole <laughs> human race. He could yeah. punch aliens through helmets, but he couldn't right. get out of his yeah.
0: training yeah, yeah, plane. Yeah, exactly. He slipped yeah. on a banana peel yeah. and then <laughs> <laughs> fell down getting out of a simulator.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's no how Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah he didn't tie his shoes, and <laughs> I got it all tangled Michael up man. in the pedals. It
1: happens yeah. to the yeah. best of pilots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, this movie was, um, uh, it was kind of crazy. It <laughs> yeah. was like, I, w- I so wanted it to
1: Yeah, have, to just, it, and it didn't even, it had such a low bar to hit, Yes, too. I know! It just had to be as good as the first one, which, again, not
0: a great movie. No. So. It didn't have, it was, it, 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 you're right, it had the lowest of bars.
1: Right. <laughs> just,
2: I mean, I, I actually wanted, wanted to see, and enjoyed seeing 2012, not because I wanted a story because I like to see things blowing up so you're telling me this isn't even good enough to watch things blow up
1: oh, no, no it really is that's really sad yeah, it, it's a it's, shame it's uh, was 2012 the one who started that that's one that's John Cusack oh is that when the uh, uh, the uh, end of the world was chasing him yeah like yeah. every yeah. scene down the runway kind of, as yes. he takes off to Las Vegas <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, every scene it was like a character it was like a villain just chasing <laughs> yeah. him the like, earthquake turns, turns you John left Cusack. yeah yeah, oh, yeah that again, that was more entertaining for sure, man. Uh, that
0: earthquake had more charisma than yes. this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, poor Brett Spiner in this weird homosexual relationship with his caregiver. I don't know what was going on yeah. there. Um, just he was naked in a scene, and there was a joke about pants and uh but then he woke up long enough to say some incomprehensible things that drove none of the plot forward yep. in this uh Good in stuff. this film so um, sorry data that's I feel bad for you. Uh, you didn't
0: see this You missed nothing
1: Yes you, You're um, well done everyone <laughs> If you didn't see this movie <laughs> So alright Well why don't we let our guests go next And you got to see a sneak peek of Ghostbusters A movie that we are all very excited to hear It's premiering uh, how it this did. week
2: yes. Yeah No I was lucky enough uh, YouTube Space here in LA Gave a screening of it They had Paul Feig talk about it afterwards uh, mm-hmm. With some actual scientists So they were trying to tie that in And I know that A lot of people are not going to like this movie some of whom have decided that already before yes. going into the theater. A lot of
1: preconceived... Uh, and, I, and I don't the
2: think film. there's anything in the movie that's going to change minds. Right. But if you go into it saying like, all right, I just want a good Paul Feig movie, you're going to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. There's great lines. These comedians are good. Uh, and the first half of the movie is really strong. I think one of the problems with the trailers was that a lot of the comedy is very contextual. Like you have to be living with these characters for a little bit for it to start to get funny. Uh, and it doesn't translate well to a highlight reel. Right, halfway through the movie, it starts to lose its plot a little. It doesn't stick the landing very well. Uh, you're you're sort of left wondering why it ended up where it ended up uh sequelitis but, yeah a little bit and there's definitely a, a huge sequel like ton of bricks dropped on the table right. at the very end of the movie but uh what independence day didn't have it has with a cameo from Susan Sarandon <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know what that says uh but the script made more sense to her they were yeah. able to get her in there and the the cameos i i have to, i mean the bill murray cameo was fun mm-hmm. he's in it in in two different places as a skeptic but he uh, he is the worst of the cameos, actually. Oh, like that's a shame. Uh, the Dan Aykroyd cameo is very limited, very much having him being a cabbie, right. uh, which he does very well. Uh, the The rest of the cameos are all uh, also very limited, but motivated and and fun. And I I had a good time.
1: Now I had a question on this because the the trailers couldn't seem like they even knew what they were doing. Like the the trailers would be like. Twenty years ago, scientists. Saying, oh yeah. Like, okay, well, so is this a sequel where a next generation is coming up, and then you realize, well, no, this is a reboot. Like, like even the trailers didn't know what it was. Well, and in fact,
2: they do a great job of not having the four characters who are Ghostbusters be carbon copies of the originals. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't point and go, "Oh, that's Ackroyd, that's right. Murray." Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are they are entirely different characters, mm-hmm. and and they have their own motivation. So I don't know why other than just like brute nostalgia appeal, they even bothered to put that connection in the first one.
0: Yeah. I think that's, that's why I'm, I'm really hesitant about this film. Like, I think I like Paul Feig movies. I, these are really funny uh, comedic actresses Um, rebooting of comedies in general. I'm like, you know, like I like the idea of, let's take a traditionally traditionally male gender or or, or, or genre film and make it female, like like why Bridesmaids was great. That was just, uh, that's a male genre typically. The bachelor party, the getting ready, he's going to get married. We got to do a big send off. That's why I love Bridesmaids. It was like, oh wow, this is the female version. It's hilarious. It's great. My concern with this film, and you're saying maybe it's it's ill-founded, my concern, is that, if you want to do a... Uh, so the like... I don't know... Ghost Hunter movie is traditionally male... And now we're going to do just a generic female version... that. That's okay. I just wonder, like, the remake, like, Blues Brothers 2000 or what? Like, I don't want to see, like, are we going to do it in an all-female Caddyshack?
1: Does it do not have a Blues Brothers kid in it? Yeah, blues I mean, <laughs> I mean, just... Blues Brothers 2000. Comedy, yeah. Blues Child? Yeah, Blues Child.
0: Comedy sequels
1: are usually pretty Tough. bad. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: like Caddyshack 2. Like, come on, man.
2: No, I th- I think they did a fairly good job of balancing the, the like, the fan service of, like, sure, we're going to show you the, the Firehouse. But that's not where they're going to end up. We're going to we're going to take them to a different place, right. and we're going to we're going to acknowledge that this is you know got the Ghostbusters past. We're going to play the theme music within the first thirty seconds, so you're not mm-hmm. sitting there waiting for it. But we're not going to be tied down to that. Uh, and the bridesmaids fig part of it is that flipping of gender roles, where the women are scientists, uh, and they have Chris Hemsworth as you know the the eye candy, right? Uh, right. And he is. I don't want to say he's treated horribly, but he's kind of treated horribly. Right. And like, like you kind of are like, that's just, no, that's just not right. Mm. And, and, and then you start realizing, ah, that's why they're doing it. Mm. They're, they're trying to make that point. So if that's going to bother you, if you feel like that's heavy handed, I can see that get in the way maybe mm. of the enjoyment of some people's, uh, the enjoyment for some people of the movie, but mostly it's, it's, it starts off with, Oh, what's the guy's name? Who's in Silicon Valley and he's from the office, um, T.J. Miller. He's the tall, geeky guy uh, who plays the... I can't remember his name, but he he is a tour guide in the very first part of the film. And it sets the tone right there mm-hmm. because he has these throwaway lines where he's like showing you around this mansion that's supposedly haunted, but right. not really wink, mm-hmm. wink. And they're talking about, well, you know, uh, back when this was originally built, there was a fence to keep the Irish out. And, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> it's just throwaway line after throwaway right. line like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. th- and it really sets the tone of like, OK, this is this is a movie that's not going to take itself too seriously mm-hmm. and it's going to have a lot of fun. And it does. Oh, okay, well, All right. cool. All right, so a fun time at the movies. Yeah, don't go in with huge expectations, right. and they will be met.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> unlike our
2: previous yeah. conversation. Sound <laughs>
1: advice? Uh, how'd you like the YouTube space?
2: Uh, well, my wife works there, so mm-hmm. it wasn't my first time there, and mm-hmm. uh, anything I say will be biased because she works there. But right. yeah, it's it's lovely. <laughs> I always have a good time. I've
0: here. heard nothing but good things about that YouTube mm-hmm. space.
2: Yeah, you know, I
0: know some some of the guys that actually were camera guys on earbuds have shot shows there, and they're like, it's. That's amazing facility.
2: Well, they have a great production manager, whose birthday is today,
1: and I'll
0: <laughs>
2: go back to her shortly.
0: <laughs> Outstanding.
1: All right, so uh, check out Ghostbusters. We're going to this week. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. You saw Chris, uh, and then I also saw the BFG. Now, this was an interesting film. It's I didn't realize that this is like the first um, Disney movie. That Spielberg has done. Oh, wow. Out of, you know, it's his 30th movie. But I realized, well, surely he's done it. No, he's always been a competitor for Disney, which was really Hmm. interesting, especially, too, when you see, like, uh, you know, Hook. Because you think back, well, that must have been a Disney movie. It was Peter Pan. And I'm, nope. Nope, Hmm. this is the first one. And it's also based on a a Roald Dahl novel. And it was written by Melissa Matheson, who wrote E.T., And originally, going to star Robin Williams as the giant. So this has been in development for a very long time. So it's got this amazing pedigree. The writer from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Spielberg, some great special effects. I don't know what went wrong. (laughs) It was one of those movies that it kind of needed to run on charm, and it just didn't charm me. And, And this weird thing, and I can't even really put my finger on one thing. It was just one of those weird things where it just didn't connect. I mean, my kids liked it, but it did a couple weird things, like the giant had these weird speech affectations, like they would use, like, mouth, like, called human beings, human beans, and, like, so every word was wrong, so that was... It was okay at the beginning. I'm like, well, but no, now I have a whole movie of them speaking incorrectly, like the giants. And now, now it's annoying. It's <laughs> right. But you have these beautiful um, sets, these this beautiful production design, and uh, when you see the giant like walk through, you know, London and like hide and like the streetlights and stuff, so no one ever sees them at night. Like, there's a lot of cool, inventive things in there, but. Uh, and then you know the giant. Of course, it's in the trailer, but then meets the queen, and you know they they have to tell them about the bad giants that do eat people and all that stuff. But it never really reaches that little that Tim Burton level of darkness. Although Spielberg's gotten dark too, even in his uh, uh, his kids' movies sometimes. But also, it, it never really reached that. Especially like even when you look at Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, what an edge that had to it. Just the book and the uh, and the film. Um, it never really kind of got to that point. I, and again, it was a weird thing. It was like, I really wanted to like this movie, but mm-hmm. it was too long. Every scene went on for too long. Uh, everything could have been cut. The the story was very slow and plodding, and it just lacked that kind of, um charm and magic that you were kind of expecting for a movie like this like a classic fairy tale type story how
0: was mark Rylance as as the as the
1: bfg well that was that was the thing i mean he did his best i mean he he was he's a good actor he um you know is a lot of obviously drawn over (laughs) with all of the effects uh so you see his face but you know there's a lot of uh effects to everything and that's what's interesting too. I wonder if that might have been one of the problems where everything was so effects driven. I wonder if maybe more practical effects might have been better. Uh, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I, um, uh, I thought it was okay, but it just lacked that kind of charm and magic that you're, you kind of wanted to have from a movie like this uh but the kids enjoyed it i mean there's some you know there's there's a couple fart jokes that you know that <laughs> my eight-year-old like really boy liked it yeah yeah yeah, so right that's, the a, wheelhouse. yeah that's a um you, you know that that hits the bullseye every time in a, in a film but ultimately at the end of the day again it was just one of those movies that just kind of missed the mark not because it necessarily did anything wrong it just kind of lacked that that really that magic of filmmaking that's hard to measure and hard to like point to like, why, why didn't this have that charm and captivation of like, say like an iron giant or something like right. that? What did it do differently? Uh, is it necessarily something that it did wrong or was the subject matter? This was the best. It just maybe wasn't the right subject matter to adapt. Who knows? But I, I'm curious to see what you guys uh, thought. So let us know either in Twitter or um, at the, a Facebook page or even in the message boards because uh, I want to see what you guys. I'd thought.
0: also like to know because they did an animated version of this film of this story, the BFG, and that came out in 1989, and mm-hmm. Amanda Root played played the girl. I'd love to know anyone who's seen that, who's seen both of these, and what
1: is is. Did one do something better than the other? Right.
0: Did this? Did this? Did the this one stray too far away from the original material? Is that what right. happened, or mm-hmm. did it get did it get too hung up in the technology of of live action and animation together kind of yeah. thing? Um,
1: or is it one of those stories that just is going to be hard to translate? Right, that could exactly. very
0: well be the case. That, and, you it, know?
1: It's one of those things for sure. It's something it just, didn't, it just didn't connect. Okay. So, all right. You know, we have a sponsor. Oh, snap. Oh, yes. Touchofmodern.com. Welcome back, touchofmodern.com. Uh, we were looking for stuff uh, to uh, talk about right before the show, and I ended up buying something. I did it. So, uh, this is one of those sponsors that make a lot of money off the hosts. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> well, why they're back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah.
0: They, it's like giving you a line of credit at a casino. Right. They end they're up make making
1: money for every yeah, ad read gonna... that they give us. So, uh, I actually bought, uh, they have this section for, uh, you know, those beach tents. Like that, um, that. It's not like a regular umbrella and it's not like a full tent, it's like some kind of weird hybrid thing. But it's great. It goes into the sand, and it's got like a, a bottom part of it, and it was—it's really cool. There were there was one kind that was already sold out, but there was one I bought, and it was only like uh, I think it was like sixty bucks. It wasn't bad at all, and um, it's great. And I like how they put like pretense the SPF number. Like, well, no, it's being inside. It's like it's a wall. It's fifty. It should it's be 50, all yeah. the SPF, right?
0: Well, I I'm looking at they've got this cool new snorkeling face mask. Uh, and if you go to the touchofmodern.com site and look for this, it's this Ninja mask. It's a full, it's not just goggles. It's a full mask that has then the, the breathing apparatus is sort of built into it and then comes out the, the air tube kind of comes out the top of the mask at like the top of your head. Um, so you have this full mask that you're underwater and it, the video for it is looks like a music video. Well, the start of the video actually looks like the purge, <laughs>
1: it looks like a purge mask, <laughs> and this, it, but
2: this is for snorkeling, yeah, yeah or okay. purging, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not,
0: I'm not gonna limit the use of it, sure, to, sure. Tom, but uh, so so that's that looks really cool to me. Um, and you know, they've got workout stuff, they've got this thing that's like a um, a tea, a tea infuser that you take with you if you just want to have iced tea with you on a the travel
1: go- tea infuser. Oh,
0: dude, I'm all over that. Man. Uh, and of course, a nice assortment of knives.
1: <laughs> every oh, every week, knives. there's always survival knives.
0: Um, there's cool shoes. Yeah, I love this site. There's a there's a sanitizing electric toothbrush yes. kit. I and have a regular toothbrush sanitizer that I got from Touch of Modern,
1: and it costs you nothing to join. It's like an exclusive club that everyone can mm-hmm. join. And things change I think it's like every week And remember If you don't get it right away It might be gone So it's one of those things If you see something you like You gotta step up You gotta and, step up and get it
0: And you just And you just There's no credit card Nothing to sign up There's no member fee no. Nothing Refer somebody else And if the first time They buy something You get $20 in your yeah, account
1: Then you get a taste Come on Everybody gets a taste friend. Yeah The like, money goes in a circle
0: That's right <laughs> <laughs> For all of our lives yes. Throughout yeah, the that, universe Yep um yeah the tea tank brew tea on the go sale ends in four days jump on it
1: and i remember uh, neil was saying he bought a couple of things from touch of modern after hearing us talk about it and he was like yeah it's got a bunch of stuff that i didn't know i needed and then i bought it
0: i got great i mean i have bike shoes i have yeah. workout pants mm-hmm.
1: i have uh the- our beach umbrella just broke it was perfect. I'm like, oh, no, I'm getting this right now because I know in two days it says sale ends in two days. Yeah. It's going to be gone. And you need it because you mm-hmm. got vampire skin. Exactly. exactly. Right. I have to be fully covered. I have to drive the car onto the beach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Otherwise, you turn to yes, sand.
1: exactly. And <laughs> I tinted windows. <laughs> I'm imagining you wearing the beach tip. Yes, the beach. exactly. Of
0: course. That's what it is. It's a, it's a form of a cosplay yeah. for Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like the vampire on the Preacher. Right. <laughs> right. Sometimes just a hoodie, yeah, sometimes the yeah, entire It's, it's the whole thing. Right. It's a whole parka. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you want to dress like the vampire on Preacher, yeah. go to touchamodern.com. Call it
2: the Cassidy
1: tent. Yeah, the Cassidy tent. <laughs> um,
0: all right. So let's talk about some trailers.
1: Trailers. Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. I was laughing through this entire trailer. It's, it is absolutely hilarious.
0: I I think I'm going to like... I was sort of like, yeah, the first Jack Reacher movie, that's okay. And everyone was like, oh, the books are better. You gotta check it out. Seeing this movie, I'm like, is this my new taken? Like, I'm in. Is this is this, is this like a certain set of skills? Is yeah. this just Tom Cruise's version of it? I'm in.
1: It's uh it definitely is. And it's also um the trailer played a little game where it could say, How many cliches could we fit in 30 seconds? <laughs> it's so It's like this this goes deeper than we thought, or this goes all the way to the top, and then uh, you're wound uh, too tight, you're yes, in too deep, yeah, yeah. You're, you you uh, you think you're above the law? Well, I'm not the law. <laughs> you know, great lines it's, like that. And like, then I thought too, it's uh, it's so great. Um, I think in the trailer it has tom cruise punching a guy through a car window twice yeah like like it's like well we don't really have enough footage from a two-hour movie we need to use this shot twice all i want good? now yeah. if this movie
0: lives up to the expectations is a Re- jack reacher expendables crossover
1: <laughs> that would be great you know you're the disease i'm the cure reacher, or something i don't
2: care I mean, they're wearing it on the sleeve with the name Never Go Back. They're basically saying, like,
1: we probably shouldn't, but who cares? (laughs) We're going back. Uh, And I love it, too. It's like, even in the Bourne trailers, you get a little bit of character development. You're like, he's not, you know, you see something. Okay, he's on the run. Something other than him fighting. In the Jack Reacher trailer, this is what I love about Never Go Back, whenever you see Tom Cruise... He's punching someone in the face. It doesn't matter what, what um, in a car, like, you know, in a, a bar. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's punching someone in the face. In an airport. Having it, some travel tea. Yeah. In right. yeah, <laughs> a diner. It doesn't matter. Wherever he is, he's punching someone in the face That's in amazing. every shot of the trailer. It is gloriously awful. So I will not be seeing Jack Reacher <laughs> never going back. I'm going to
2: see it. <laughs> I think you're the target. Yeah. Yeah. I am the target audience. <laughs> Guys the, that look
1: like Tom yeah. Cruise. Because <laughs> I think now I'm Jack Reacher. Uh, I, I really think it's... Um, you know what I'm really going to enjoy? Reading the reviews of this film when it comes out. Because it really... That trailer is just setting itself up for like... We don't care what any reviewer thinks.
0: <laughs> I'm, my What I'm excited for is going to the theater on opening night. And every time...
1: Uh, and doing Jack Reacher cosplay?
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> that... I will dress up like Jack Reacher... I'll just wear a leather jacket. <laughs> um, and every time he knocks someone out, I'm going, you just got Richard. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Just stand up. Yeah, I stand up. You just got Richard. Point at the screen. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah,
1: Tell it to the reacher. Yeah,
0: <laughs> reacher. Don't reach for the reacher. Yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to add lines to it. That's what I want to do with this movie. I can't, I can't wait to go to it. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. All right, well, i want to go with you. For yeah, that. we got to go now. Yeah. Now you're in. Let's yeah.
0: have a special screening.
1: You know, two of the people that, uh, for the Kickstarter, or they picked their movies already. They might want to change them after hearing that. Uh, right now, they picked, um, with that horrible Mars kids movie that we're going to have to see with a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Where the Kid is Born on Mars, <laughs> the stars up oh, there. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, then somebody did pick the um, out of the two left, in the, the Magnificent Seven remake. Oh, so that'll right, be, that'll be a good one. But uh, it's too late. If
0: you uh, want to switch to Jack Reacher, yeah,
1: yeah, you can email us. It's it's not it's not set in stone. Just know that if you pick that movie, you never can go back. <laughs> then it is set in stone. Mm-hmm.
0: Kickstarter tier. You just yeah. got
1: Reacher. Reacher for your email. Reacher for your email. Change your movie. Never go back. Um, next one is called uh, "Keeping Up with the Free State of Joneses." Uh, <laughs> ah, well, it's a <laughs> mashup. Yeah, it's it a mash
0: okay. It's sure. a, a wacky comedy about yeah. freeing slaves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, this movie, I am on the fence of. I, I, the trailer kind of made me laugh in some parts, and then made me bored in others. Uh, it's that uh, classic suburban, you know, couple, and then spies move in next door, and <laughs> the classic yeah, tale. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's yeah. everyone
0: yeah. we've lived <laughs> it Chris you're so, living it now yes. you just got your neighbors
1: <laughs> so uh, but you know Zach is really funny Zach Galifianakis is really mm-hmm. funny uh, Also. Fisher, I believe? Yeah. Uh, she's really funny in it, too. John, and, and John the, Hamm. John Ham. And you Liga know what? Go. John Ham doesn't get credit for being as funny as he is. Because when you look at, like, uh, Don Draper, there is not an ounce of humor in that character. No. But you look at him in some other movies and stuff where he's playing against his type, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah. I mean,
0: I love. I still yeah. love him when he was uh, on 30 Rock.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. As the
0: really mm-hmm. good-looking dumb guy.
2: And Unbreakable right. Kimmy Schmidt. He's yeah. In, he's in. Mm-hmm. in yeah. Hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah.
0: He's a funny guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And having done several podcasts with him and just kind of knowing a little, he's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. I mean, yeah. he can riff and he's a really funny guy. So, this looks interesting to me. So, I'm kind of so excited. it could be
1: good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it is. Um, and now, Tom, we were talking a little bit earlier about your, uh, your network and stuff, but we, I forgot to ask you what kind of movies do you like? Like, what kind of genres?
2: I generally go see uh, sci-fi stuff, superhero stuff, uh, a little so bit of action So movie's your stuff. season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and, and it has been a
1: disappointing season, yeah. <laughs> I have to say. Last
0: summer was a little better, right? Yeah. yeah. I just, no, I November, think it
1: was. Well, I, it, you know, because you have— uh, we still got a lot left. You know, you have Civil War, and everything kind of paled in comparison right. to that. Like, the X-Men movie was mediocre, mm-hmm. and then Batman for Superman was god-awful. Uh, and now we're, we're nearing, um, you know, the August push, I guess you could I'm call it. I'm hopeful for, for Suicide up. Squad. Yeah, suicide so what squad. are your
0: thoughts yeah. on Suicide Squad and Star Trek? Uh,
2: Star Trek, I'm I'm fearful of. I loved the first of J.J. Abrams' Star Treks. Uh, I was okay with the second one. And this one, I'm like, eh, the trailer doesn't really have me, but I would like it to be good. I'm worried about it. Which uh, trailer have you seen? I've seen them both. Okay. Yeah. The first one really had me worried. The second one was like, okay, that. Alleviates my fears a little. I had the bit, same but, thing. The yeah. first
0: one, I was like, "Uh oh, this is just Fast and Furious yeah, in space." Yeah. And the second one, I was like, "Oh, we're going to get into some serious character stuff, you know, and go deep into who these these characters are in a way we've okay. never seen." I'm going to
1: I'm going to replay that quote from you after we see the movie, and I'm sure it will be proved false. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, and
1: su- <laughs> the Suicide Squad, I'm all in. I've been in from the beginning. I, I, I think that one's going to be amazing. Now, there is a great animated movie. Have you seen Assault on Arkham? I haven't, no. It's amazing. And it is pretty much the Suicide sco- Squad that goes into Arkham, and Batman is a supporting character, and he's not the star. And it's done really, really well. It's one of those PG-13 uh, animated uh, DC comics movies. Now... Uh, Suicide Squad. I'm less worried about the reshoots because everyone's saying, "Oh, the reshoots are trying to make it funnier and you know, and and more and lighter." I'm like, you know, a lot of movies go through reshoots. You know, it's not that unusual. It's how much are they reshooting, and will this not match with the tonally with the rest of the film? That's the only thing you have to be worried about. But from what I've seen so far, um, I'm in. I'm excited about this movie. I really think it it could be good because it's the other kind of thing too, where Um, this movie can be darker. It's the villains. And it can also be more, have a more gallows humor and more darker humor to it. Like that Mm -hmm. edge, like Will Smith is a great character to play, you know, Deadshot. And uh, he said something funny in an interview. He said that like, uh, you know, there's all these weird studio rules where it's like, you know, you can't be bald and have a beard. Like, it's more it's more like clean-cut, you know, head of hair for a leading man. And he's like, no, they said to shave my head and grow a beard, which is great, but it just puts a light on, like, these dumb, arbitrary studio rules of, like, leading men and what ha- what actors that, need to look like in like movies. Like, that are
0: from the 50s. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. have no yeah, bearing yeah. anymore. Yeah, no. and do, do
1: they <laughs> really work, or is it just like, well, my boss told me to do that, so I'm right. going to keep... You know, that's exactly what well, it feels point. like. Yeah. My 80 some... year old boss told me to do <laughs> exactly. that and, and put a trolley in it.
0: <laughs> they'll, point... they'll point to put a
2: trolley in
1: I remember... Every trolley movie does
2: great. <laughs>
0: well, they... And they'll point to something. See, look. And you're like, yeah. Jack Reacher. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a hen. Yeah. Jack Reacher. Clean shaven leather jacket. Yeah. Always works. <laughs> So, I'm still excited for this movie, and uh, I I really hope it's good for sure. All right. Um, And, uh, okay, so now let's talk about DVDs and Blu-rays coming up: Divergent, Allegiant. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, again, I don't even have any more jokes about no, the titles of I these movies. Uh, I, I
0: can't I, rhyme with this anymore, this series.
1: There may have been eight of them at this point. I don't right. even know. It doesn't matter.
0: Well, the, the, there was detergent.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was... See, you did have one. <laughs> <laughs> I right, have another one in the tank. That's good. That's good. Um, I, I did see <laughs> the first one. And it was awful.
0: Was that divergent urgent?
1: The, yeah, it was urgent divergent.
0: Urgent, di- the urgency of divergent <laughs> yeah. urgencies.
1: Yeah. The allergen. The allergen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the divergent allergen. That was that runaway I allergen. I couldn't see it, it. Yeah, was, <laughs> a lot of sneezing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, and the next movie is "Miracles from Heaven." Um, this is one of those um, basically miracle movies, quote, based on a true story. About a very sick girl who falls out of a tree at just the right uh angle and then uh is healed, so not a replicable result yeah yes yeah, so i, I that, that'd be really tough to uh <laughs> to a recreate in a in a, okay. uh, right. in, in a lab environment right <laughs> so but it's got like some people in it too, you know these Christian Stanford producers right. really uh <laughs> <backed> <laughs> up the money truck these
0: yeah Christian. Producers. <laughs> They got a lot of people tithing to raise the money on this thing, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, it's not like, uh, you know, when you see what was uh, Nicolas Cage in that movie...
0: Oh, left behind. Left
1: behind. Yeah, and you're like, well, no, I don't think they. they I doubt they. There was a bidding war on. Paris. No, Nicolas <laughs>
0: Cage said, send this directly to like my bankruptcy judge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. To, 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 this is the bank direct that, deposit into yeah. the court <laughs> <Yeah>. system. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's where my foreclosure hearing is <laughs> yes. going to be. If you could just send it there. Yes. Well, this movie had a 13000 uh, thir- excuse me, $13 million budget, and it grossed uh, $61 million. Hmm.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, there. there's always a market for uh, Christian films, um, even no matter how bad they are. The only exception is Kirk Cameron. So, <laughs> <laughs> when his Saving Christmas was one of the worst reviewed movies of all time. Yeah. Um, that was his fault. So, yeah, <laughs> 100%. Um, so, Miracles from Heaven. Uh, I- I'll tell you, the trailer... You know, based on a true story kind of thing, if you, uh you know, I'm sure it's very God heavy, but still as a compelling drama, like the trailer made me like, oh, that, that could be really interesting. Like, you know, you see, uh you know, a, a kid that based on a true story, something happens, they they're healed. It's like, you know, you'd like to see kind of like what would happen because you would have two varying results. And I don't know if this is in the movie or not, but this is what would interest me. The doctors who do all these tests and can't figure it out and then the people uh or just you know believe in faith as a, as a miracle you can't explain it with science but then you have science trying to explain it so mm, right. i thought that would be an interesting i'd movie. like right. to see it uh so anyway i'll watch it on a plane yeah oh it'll be on a plane it'll have a low license fee <laughs> you, know,
0: you know that a very low
2: license fee
1: reasonable very yeah, reasonable
2: very.
0: <laughs> i think the airline uh, just gave the producers some frequent flyer right? miles is that how
2: they got it those movies <laughs>
1: A uh, couple of upgrades. Yep. And here's some drink coupons. <laughs> uh, so the next movie is Everybody Wants Some. Uh, I Richard Linklater Yes. Movie. And I am a huge fan of Richard Linklater. I was disappointed in this movie. And mm. I actually had a long talk with Jonathan London about it on uh, uh, his movie, uh, his podcast Geekscape. Mm-hmm. And he said something interesting. He said he loved the movie for one reason, that it was all character-driven. It was literally all character. There was no story. There was no plot. It was all just one character scene from character scene. But, mm-hmm. And I said the reason I didn't like it was uh, because even if you have an all-character-driven movie, you don't have any of those insights like you would have in, like, Boyhood or any of these mm-hmm, other movies right. where you have these really emotional scenes that kind of give you insight just, uh, you know, w- without sounding like a cliche, into the human condition you had none of that in this movie. This was just all a bunch of like, you know, character driven scenes, like sketches. But I also love, too, how it was set in the, quote, 80s. But Richard Linklater loves the 70s so much. <laughs> Everything looks it was, like. Yeah, it's still kind of 70s because it was, like, just at the turn of, you know, 80, yeah. 81, where it's still kind of 70s. So, Although I have to say, I grew
2: up in a small town in southern Illinois. And when I watched mm-hmm. Dazed and Confused, I was like, that was my high school in 1984 because right? we were behind the times. <laughs> so maybe he's going for something like that. I don't yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up in southern Illinois? <laughs> Greenville. <laughs> Oh, okay. Right on I seventy outside of St. Louis. Got it.
0: All right. Nice.
2: Yeah. Cubs or Cardinals? Cardinals. God yeah. Damn it! Get Forty, fuck 40 out. miles from the Forty miles from Bush Stadium. All right. Like, what?
0: I, if I would have known that beforehand,
2: I had, <laughs> I had thing. no idea you're a Cubs fan. I'll see you later. <laughs> it's all proximity. Things
0: get ugly in <laughs> <on> episode
2: three twenty nine. <laughs> Apparently, you've already won the World Series this year, though. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so, Jack Reacher, never go back. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the next movie is Green Room. Now, this is one we missed. This was man, I, everyone says it's great. and it's also one that I couldn't find on demand. It was one of those like, well, this is a great movie for on demand, a low budget horror with Patrick Stewart in it. Nope, couldn't find it.
0: I've heard so many people say it's fantastic, and he plays a great like he's like a neo-Nazi right. bar owner or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: Oh wow,
2: Holodeck gone wrong for sure.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he loses hole. the bet,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but wharfs in it, so it's all yeah, good. Yeah. They come down, they make it, they make it. Yeah, so.
1: they bring in the one Klingon who can't fight. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, this is the yeah, and, and you know what? I know a lot of fans respond to how amazing it is mm-hmm. that we should go see it. So uh, I'm definitely anxious to see it. I, I want to see it for sure. Um, so it should be on demand by now. Yeah, I would think. Um, so and now the uh, site spotlight and the fan feedback now there's uh, Neil's been doing some great work with the weekly film news you really want to check that out uh, he does a resurgence review CJ reviews Warcraft and is a little too generous uh, and Neil reviews hey, the, CJ liked Warcraft yeah, a little more than he should have um <laughs> He said that like he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ, we like, Yeah, we're gonna have there. to bring him into the office, to have a you talk have with him. You shouldn't have liked <laughs> as much as you did. Yes, I understand it's Duncan Jones, but still. <laughs> Does CJ play Warcraft? Yes, that's that makes good, all that's the that's difference Warcraft. in appreciating that's that movie. Ask him. Right. Um, now, and Neil has a review of the Neon Demon. Here's the thing. I had, a, got into a conversation with Neil. He said, um, that we were completely wrong on the Neon Demon and that it was, um, really interesting and different. He thought it looked great on screen and he really enjoyed it. But Neil likes weird shit. Right. So, uh, he also is like, you know, Eraserhead's one of his favorite movies so here's the thing he was saying how wrong we were and then as he was telling me about the movie he was pretty much reiterating all the things that we said he just liked them (laughs) ah, that's what it made no sense it was weird I had this weird ending and it was just all visually it's perfect yes (laughs) that's funny so um, uh, Neil did like it so check out its review I still want to see the movie uh, but I'm in no hurry to do so All right.
0: I want to talk about fan feedback real quick on the yes. Comedy Film Arts page. On July 10th, we put that photo of Lucy Liu and, um, um. why am I blanking on her name?
1: What's that actress's name from Kill Bill? Oh, from Kill Bill? Yeah. Uma Thurman?
0: Uma Thurman, yeah. I'm looking right at her face. <laughs> and I, can't, I can't picture it. But there's a photo we put that was taken, a, obviously on the set, where Lucy Liu's head has been cut off yes. from Kill Bill. Uh, Spoiler alert. And yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we put up there... Yeah. Um, uh, caption this so i want to read a couple uh uh mikey garland wrote oh my god take a picture of us we're so crazy we cut each other's heads off love you <laughs> bitch uh, <laughs> joyce uh, godsey wrote you slay me uh justin boo wrote weekend at lucy's <laughs> That's all that kills me. um uh, so thank you for posting on that 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 was uh that was great so we'll keep keep responding on facebook we like that.
1: Yes. Um, and make sure you like the Facebook page and uh, check out the Twitter feed as well. And we got some new things in the store. We've been working on some stuff like the uh, earbuds. Shirts are now available just for purchase. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you know what? We have a lot of um, CFN logo shirts. Why don't we put them on sale this week?
0: Let's do it. CFN do logo it. shirts you, on sale. Clarence. What do you think?
1: Uh, $14.99? Yeah. All right, fourteen ninety nine. No, no more. No
2: more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, that seems a little low, Chris.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I can't go back now. I no, said yeah, it. It's you know, we, we we're you say, yeah, we can't say
0: fifty ninety nine. Then I'm the dick.
1: Yeah, we, we're we're not going to edit this episode. You <laughs> no. choose. You can yeah. send an extra
2: dollar. If you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't be an asshole. Send All an extra right. <laughs>
1: dollar. I'm, I'm going to go in the store now and change it fourteen ninety
2: nine. Ninety
0: nine. It is. This is how we run our business, guys. Yep.
1: From the seat of our pants.
0: Just one guy says something and it's being recorded, so we can't go back yes. and change it. <laughs>
1: Because we don't understand the technology. <laughs>
0: no, don't get it. We've only been doing it for eight years.
1: We've embarrassed us, We've embarrassed ourselves in front of hundreds of guests. Oh, God. Yeah. So I
0: was like, you know you guys could just... Yeah, it I'm it. Like, Shut up. No, la, 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 Shut la, la. <laughs> Why don't you talk for ten minutes before you record? Just yeah. get a...
1: <laughs> nah. Get no, business do. meeting on the air. So, <laughs> so, premiering this week, Ghostbusters, but you already got a review of it. How about that? Um, yeah, yeah, we're giving you, we're giving you, we're recommending it, sounds yes. like, off of Tom Merritt's. And well, then yeah. uh, we're going to either agree with him or prove him wrong yeah. Yeah. next week. So. I, I'm curious to see. Yeah. <laughs> <So> well, <laughs> well be now it this with this weekend.
0: Cardinal news, I,
2: can't, I can go on board. <laughs> like I said, if you go in not wanting to like the movie, it's not going to sway
0: <laughs> you. Um Coming up to The Infiltrator, this looks kind of cool.
1: This is the. Um,
0: well, this is kind of the uh, Brian Cranston, the, the Brian right? Cranston movie mm-hmm. where he is playing. Uh, I think it's based on a tr- the true story of the uh, customs officer that went down to go undercover for Pablo
1: Escobar. Yes,
0: um, and to catch Pablo Escobar. It looks mm. great. It looks like great not for him. Not for him. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> He's trying to go undercover to catch Pablo Escobar. Um, Pablo, I will go undercover for you. Yeah, as, in your country. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: as a mule. As a mule. <laughs>
0: But you're a white guy; you'll really yeah, stand yeah, yeah. out. It won't make sense.
1: No, just let me give me a chance. <laughs> yes, let me prove myself. Trust me; I've been
0: using Duolingo. Yes. I can
2: pass.
0: <laughs> so yeah, this looks interesting. The trailer looks really cool. Um, I, I want to see it. It looks interesting to me. I don't know. I think it might be limited release. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I want to see this. I like Brian Cranston.
1: And uh, the next one is Cafe Society. This is uh, Woody Allen's new film. Um it looks remarkably similar to a lot of other Woody Allen films. Um, you know, I have to say i 'm still a fan of his of his work uh, but i don 't I think the last Woody Allen movie I saw was blue jasmine, so but I mean he god he persistently puts out what one a year still
0: yeah Isn't i don't know man like like all the accusations made from his kids and stuff it's really hard to like mm. i don't know what to do i honestly yeah, don't I know. know it's a I, tough one if i if, if it,
1: even watching his old movies like we had that discussion before yeah. it's like it, it's even the stuff that is in there And like oh my god that's
0: it's it's weird and it's creepy and it's yeah. like do i want to support this if it is true right i don't know that's hard to say
2: yeah <laughs> see it free on a plane yeah, that's what I that's what I did with Blue Jasmine, mm-hmm. and I, I liked it despite myself. Like, yeah, right. I was like, "Wow, well, he still he could it's still Woody Allen, like you say, right. but it's still an enjoyable movie if you yeah. don't think about anything else. Yeah, you don't think <laughs> about real
1: life. Think
0: <laughs> about the horrors of the world yeah. that he's participated in. If he, had, whatever,
1: we're not a court. Um, um, so okay, great way to end the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all right, <laughs> hashtag We're Not a Court. So. <laughs>
0: But you know who is? Yeah, Jack Reacher, yes. Judge, Jury, Executioner, Never Go Back, Reacher. Um, I'm excited for Jack Reacher. So. Is that right? After the Independence Day uh, fiasco, I, I got. I'm searching for something. Yeah, yeah I'm I, looking I, for. There's something. an Independence
1: explained- Day size hole in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about Ghostbusters now after Here and Tom. Okay. I, I want to yeah. see it this weekend.
2: Like I said, so. don't get the expectations. Yeah. <laughs> know, but honestly, but it's, it's funny and it, and like I said, the end is does it make sense? And there's mm-hmm. definitely things to criticize on it, but it's a, it's an enjoyable Paul flick. Well, movie. the thing is we okay. we
0: talk about this why why I have hope now is we've talked about it so many times on this show is that they can fuck up a trailer and nobody fucks up a comedy movie. <laughs> but like the, the trailer yeah, yeah, have, yeah. I've seen so many comedy films ruined by the trailer because yeah.
1: I'm just like oh, you have the, a completely different editor coming in what's this about alright I'll just put these they don't know
0: in. comedy yeah. they don't yeah. know how to edit the film yeah. co- right. the comedy trailer correctly they
1: decide to put nostalgia plays
2: in for a movie that's not a sequel yeah exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly
0: shit like that that makes you go what is this yeah. it makes you confused so what you're saying makes me go oh I should just disregard the trailer and mm-hmm. kind of go in yeah, like you say if, if if this me, doesn't
1: have Kevin James falling down, how am I going to cut yeah, a trailer exactly. together?
0: There's no <laughs> boink. So if I let go of my my opinion of how much I like the original Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah. just let go of that and say I'm going to go watch a funny Paul Feig movie, then totally. I'll enjoy it. That's, See, what, that's, what that's what I'm down with. Yeah. That, that makes me excited to watch it. All right.
1: Well. That is the show. Tom, where can people find you on the internet. So oh. Clearly many, many places.
2: Yeah, the uh, website tommerritt.com, 2Rs2T, mm. has has everything together in one place there. Uh, but if you're interested in more movie and TV show talk, there's cordkillers.com, specifically for people who want to cut the cord. Mm. And uh, we talk about all kinds of geeky things every week at currentgeek, currentgeek.com.
1: Yes, they're they're both great shows. Uh, I was on both of them, and they're very different, too. Like, cordkillers gets more into the... Uh, um, the nitty-gritty of the, like the real deep dive of the tech stuff and like uh, mm-hmm. like how cable companies are operating in each country and it was really interesting discussion.
0: That's cool. Also, uh, yeah. if you want to see Tom Merritt on a panel at uh-huh. Los yes. Angeles PodFest yes. September twenty mm-hmm. third through the twenty fifth, uh, get your tickets at lapodfest dot com.
1: Yes, he will be moderating the um, content evolution. How the content of podcasts is a changing, and it's going to be an amazing panel. Tom is is uh, moderating it, but then it's going to have um, Dave Anthony from mm-hmm. the DOP. It'll have uh, one of the guys from uh, Gus, one of the guys from Rooster Teeth, and it'll also have Sean Merrick, uh, producer for the Sideshow Network.
0: Yeah, so. it's it's cool. The and again, um, guys, if you can't make it to Los Angeles, you can buy the live stream is now on sale. This is the earliest we've ever had it on sale, and uh, you can save five dollars by using coupon code CFN,
1: and you get the panels too. You get everything.
0: Yeah. So um, it's really, really informative. If you're out there, if you're a new podcaster or thinking about podcasting, or even if you've been podcasting for a while and you just want new, updated information from the people that are like in the middle of it, making it happen.
1: There's six amazing panels this year. Yeah, There's you got, got a lot of people great people. On it. Yeah, it's, really it's going to be guys from Welcome to Night Vale, Criminal, um, Rooster Teeth, uh, Dollop, Crab Feast uh we've there's there's one on journalism that's going to have people from usa today and huffington post it's going to be a really good program this yeah, year
0: that's awesome um i am headlining this week at the improv at harvey's hotel and casino in beautiful south lake tahoe that is july 13th through the 17th
1: oh it's a good time to go you could actually go to the beach yeah i'm the gonna lake. do a little jet yeah. ski get a bike mm-hmm. the
0: whole shot um of course, Chris and I will be at uh, San Diego Comic Con. We are doing uh, Rick Meyer's Kung Fu Film Extravaganza, which yes. is Thursday, July twenty first.
1: And I know a lot of you guys go down there for Comic Con, and uh, we'd love to see you there.
0: Yeah, come to the come to the um, the panel. Or the it's a blast. It's we've it's done it great. every year. If you haven't been, it's really cool. So Rick you know, gets access to really cool martial art movies that are coming out, mm-hmm. um, shows clips of stuff. It, it's, it's helped us. It's informed us. That's how we met Eric Jacobus.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
0: we've met a lot of great filmmakers and martial artists down there and seen like, oh, this looks awesome.
1: Yeah. And Neil's coming down with us too. So all yeah. three of us will be on the panel this year.
0: Uh, I'm also headlining the Zanies in Rosemont, uh, just outside of uh, Chicago, July 27th through the 30th. Uh, so check that out. Also doing my new podcast, Pop Divas with Joe Wagner is finally on iTunes. To oh, you got it that I figured it out. I figured, <laughs> it out. I figured it out. <laughs> I it. So we've recorded three episodes. Did um, you figure
1: it out by emailing iTunes? Nope. Oh, did. I did okay. it by
0: calling Aaron, uh, <laughs> our, our employee who also produces shows for all things that comedy. I great. was like, Aaron, what I'm in, yeah. what the fuck? What am I doing wrong? And he was like, all right, let's
1: go through this all page. Right.
0: Let's go through, walk me all through right. it. All
1: right, first, breathe into a paper bag. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> stop, stop yelling at me. <laughs> and um, so yeah, that we got that. And we're recording another Pop Divas Live uh, Monday, August 8th at the Lab at the Hollywood Improv. That's a six o'clock show. Those shows are free. Come by, listen to Joe and I talk about... Uh, Girl pop singers, why we love them. Nice. Break down the songs.
1: Oh, and I forgot to mention this. The um, uh, the week after Comic-Con, I'll be doing a wrap-up show with Comics on Comics at the Improv. Uh, I believe that Thursday. I'll have more info on that uh, when we come back. So. Awesome. But that'll be really fun. I keep missing that that uh they don't record that much anymore comics on comics it's like one of my favorite podcasts i I love working and uh they they reduce the amount of shows that they do and then their panel at comic-con they always ask us to do is always the same time as Rick. exact same time out of three full days of panels for some reason those two are always at the exact same time yeah (laughs) god damn it
0: (laughs) um all right well that's our show episode 329 put it in the books uh as chris said you know like us on the facebook at comedy film nerds on instagram and um the twitters and um, movie uh, you know reviews on itunes all that stuff helps um five-star reviews if you give us less than that you're a horrible human being
2: um
0: and and you will forever be cursed. (laughs) Your soul is
2: bankrupt. Your soul is bankrupt, (laughs) and
0: there's a gypsy curse waiting to land on you. So So thank thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. We love you guys. Couldn't do the show without you. (laughs) Hope to see you at any of these upcoming shows and screenings, and of course at Podfest. And uh, thank you to our guest Tom Merritt. Oh, and should
1: we uh, tease that we might be having a uh, an LA uh, earbud screening?
0: There's going to be a couple little LA earbud screenings. One Mm. at uh, one of the agencies, and another one at uh, Emerson University. We're setting those up. Oh, Um, great! I don't know if they'll be open to the public or not, but Mm. some of them.
1: We'll, yeah we'll let you guys know we'll but we're working know. on them for yeah, sure yeah and the
0: movie you keep a lot of guys keep asking the movie will be for sale in the fall we don't have yes. an exact date yet because we're right. working with distributors on when, how that's mm. going to shake out but it's coming it's coming mm. don't worry it's coming um, alright that's our show my name is Graham Elby.
1: and I'm Chris Mancini and as always remember Han shot first in his frog pants
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that what he got Richard? yeah yeah <laughs>